Hello. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Heather. How are you today? I am amazing. How are you doing, John? I am fabulous. We've got Gunjan already here with us this morning. Good morning, Gunjan. Um, yeah, no, today was uh, today was good. Today was good. I, I got up early, did my thing, went to the gym, and now I'm here. So, so excited. How was your I love weekend? How, I, love, I love how you say today is awesome. Like, like it's the end of the day and it's actually <laughs> the beginning of the day. Your language is, is amazing because you've actually accomplished a lot already because your morning started pretty early, I'm guessing. Right, John? Yeah. No, they typically, yes. Yes. They do start early and there's a variety of different things that I want to work into my day so I can get things done. You know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because one of the things that hits me every once in a while is people say, well, I don't have time. Well, can you get up early and squeeze some stuff in? Um, you know, because we all have a story around what we can and can't do. And my story is I get up, I do my thing, and I'm here. You know, 8.30, I'm on the call with you, you know, talking about what we're going to be going through today and, you know, different things that we're experiencing. So this whole concept of time is an interesting one because we have all the time, well, we don't have all the time in the world. Our time is infinite at some point, but we have time every day to determine what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. It's so true. And, you know, I, I hear that with our clients all the time. I, I don't have time for that or, and really the answer is they just haven't said yes to that thing. So, you know, when, when you think about that, you know, if they haven't said yes to it, then why do they think it's important? It's probably on their should do list instead of their why list and their most important action list. Mm. And it, they're, they're making time for other things that might not be getting them to their end goal. So time is a, is a, is a real important thing to measure and also manage. And, uh, yeah. you know, if we don't do those two things, measure and manage, then you'll, yes, you'll feel like you're running out of time all the time and you'll feel exhausted because of it. And you'll, you know, the mindset around time is just incredible, incredible. I, I was up early this morning too, uh, earlier than normal, actually at, at 5am. So I got to see the sun, like, you know, light up everything. And it was just, it was so magical. Like that's like a, a magical hour to me. So. Yeah. No, and, and you're, so that's typically in and around the time that I get up, 5, 5.30 every morning. Um, you're right. There is something, actually, you know, the one thing I find at that time in the morning, it's just stillness, mm. right? And how quiet it is, right? Um, for the most part, nobody else in my neighborhood, I know in my city people are awake, but in my neighborhood, nobody's awake at that time, right? So it's just pure still like it's just so quiet it's so nice it's it's just there's so much peace that comes with it but you know the one thing you touched you know i love it m&m so measure <laughs> um you said it um monitor measure, measure. yeah monitor and measure i'm going to call it the m&ms today um monitor and measures one thing i learned years ago i went through this exercise i was in a workshop and i went through this exercise of actually capturing all the different things that I did in a day and you know everything from whether it was listening to a podcast reading a book doing work responding to emails and I captured every moment of the day and what I found is like there was so much time I was spending time and energy on on things that didn't serve me things that weren't mm. getting me closer to where I wanted to be you know we talk about yes you know what are you saying yes to 
And hopefully you're saying yes to the things that align with your goals, align with your vision of yourself for 2023. And if you're working on those things every day, the one thing that you're going to get closer to is that end state. But if you're not doing time, like if you're not spending time on those things, you're not spending the effort on those things, you are most likely, you know, spending time on maybe watching a Netflix show. Not that it's, you know, there's an issue with that, but is that aligning with what you want for yourself? So are you mm. saying yes to all the things that matter? And are you, when you say yes to the things that matter, you're saying no to the things that don't. And I know we've touched on this a few times. We've gone back and forth on this. It's just so important to make sure you know where you're spending your time and effort. When people tell me I don't have time to exercise, I'm like, really? Like, can you not go for a walk? Like, is there is there not something in your day that you can squeeze in, even if it's a walking telephone conversation with somebody? I think there's always opportunities. And I think we kind of close ourselves off from what's possible for us because we don't do that. <laughs> and the bad chef's message there, right? Stillness early in the day is a good reminder for what's coming for the rest. And so, you know, giving yourself the gift of that stillness. I know I do my meditation in the morning and I kind mm. of um, doing it in the afternoon seems difficult. Now, that's just a story I'm telling myself. I could do a meditation anytime, but there is something just quiet and you know still about the morning and it's a perfect way to get your day started too so you know also figure out what part of the day should you be doing the activities that matter most for me i'm mm. most energized in the morning i'm most uh, creative in the morning so you know that's not when i should be opening my email that's not when i should be you know paying bills or those little niggly things that we all have to do to live a good life but i should be writing down my goals and reflecting on them and, and then doing one thing to get me closer to that goal in that first two hours of my day. And so I've, I've done a lot of rearranging in my calendar to make sure that that is in there as a dedicated time and focus time for those things. So, you know, if you look at my calendar, it looks really full because it's full of all the things that are going to get me closer to my goal. And I've got time allocated for all of those things, including meditation, including walking, including my push-ups. It has time in my calendar for all of it. So what you measure and monitor gets done. And that's yeah. the right, that's the answer for anything that you want to achieve in, in terms of your goals. Yeah, no, I love it. The M&Ms. The M&Ms of productivity. Yes. <laughs> No, but, um, you know, it, it's true, right? Like, so actually, let's ask the people that are watching right now, like, where are you spending your time? Are you saying yes to the things that really matter for you? Uh, mm -hmm. Good day. Thank you. Helping with. Yeah, no, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for popping in this morning. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, if you, so if you're not giving energy to the things that really matter to you, should they, do they really matter? Mm. you know it, it, it sounds counterintuitive yes i want to have good health but i don't want to spend any time or effort doing that okay do you really want good health is that even a thing right like it doesn't matter and it and it's just a, just as applicable in the workplace too right like if you're not prioritizing on the things that are going to help your department grow your team grow your you know you're going to help meet your objectives are you spending times on the things that really matter that are going to move you forward and if you're not then do they really matter you know what, I, I, I love that that approach in the workplace. So many times I've coached people on career development 
And, you know, their belief system is a little bit on the victim side. And it sounds like this, like I've been overlooked for promotions. I haven't given the same opportunities as other people. There's favoritism in the workplace. And when I ask just like three, two or three questions, like, you know, who have you reached out to as a mentor? What have you done to have a conversation with your boss that you installed? And what projects have you asked to work on? The answer was no, no, and no. And I thought, (laughs) well, their perception is that favoritism is happening, that someone else is getting these opportunities. And a lot of times, if you if you really want to know what that other person has done, go and ask them. Ask them, you know, have you? What are you doing? Because I'm seeing that you're getting these opportunities, and I'd love to actually um, mirror what you're doing and have similar opportunities be created for me. And and people don't want to ask. They're like, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't, I don't <laughs> want to ask that person. No, ask that person because they're doing something that you want to do as well. So you can model what they're doing. And as opposed to looking at it and being judgy about it. So if you want to get ahead, these are the things that you've got to do. Don, you do tons of career coaching. What are some of the pitfalls that you see people fall into when they're looking for that next step? I mean, you have a whole, you have a whole book on this, but you know, (laughs) there's a couple tips I'm sure you could share today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you touched on the most important parts, right? Like just getting out of your own way and going and asking for help. You know, a lot of times, and and actually, so, and here's the other thing. And here's so this is a true story, and people don't know this. We wouldn't be here today if I didn't do my initial outreach to you years ago, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just letting people know on the call. You know, part of my story with Heather and how I know Heather is I followed her for a little while on social. I knew she worked in the organization. And I wanted to reach out to her because she was doing a lot of the stuff I wanted to be doing. And, you know, at some point I mustered up the courage to, you know, actually send an email, send an invite. I used Steve Wozniak was my, my entry point in terms of conversation because he had posted a photo with him. If you're not familiar with Steve Wozniak, he's one of the co-founders of Apple. And I just asked you, what was that experience like? Would you be open to talking about it for 15 minutes? Uh, you said Yes. Right. Like it was just that simple. It seems like, you know, our heads, we conjure up all these stories of what's, you know, what's easy, what's difficult and everything's difficult. Nobody has time for me. Nobody wants to talk to me. Da, 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 da. Like we, we have these stories. We've talked about stories already. And if I had the story that you were too busy, you're an executive in the company. There's no way you were going to meet with me. I was a nobody. You know, at least what I thought to myself at the time, you know, why would this person want to spend some time with me? Mm. but well, I did you know I, I I stepped out I stepped into courage right and the thing is all you got to do is step yeah you got to step into the you know I stepped into courage for a moment right they say if you can step mm. into any emotion for 10 seconds you can make some incredible breakthroughs because that's all it really takes and I stepped into that for 10 seconds I sent you an email and here mm-hmm. we are right like well, and that's a true story because I wanted to know what you were doing and how you were doing it, but I wanted to kind of like be gentle around how I was going to approach it. Right. I think that that's an, a, a really effective approach because if you would have sent me an email, John, that said like, Hey, I, I work in the company and I'm looking for another job. And could you be my mentor? That would have <laughs> been all about you. And why would I care? Because I don't know who you are. And I don't mean that. I mean that with like, why would I care? It's a, it's a, it's a reach out. But instead you flipped the approach and you said, hey, I saw your post with Steve Wozniak. 
what was that like? I'd love to ask you some questions about that. Now it's about me, but you're actually asking for me to be of service to you. And, you know, we'll see where that, where that goes to. And you actually gave me a time. So can I give you 15 minutes? And the answer is yes, I can give you 15 minutes. And yes, I can talk about this really cool situation that happened. So, you know, think about how you're reaching out to mentors. Are you making it about them or are you making it about you? And making it about them could look like, hey, I've really, I've been following along with all of your posts on LinkedIn. And I find these three things very, very valuable. I'd love to learn more about how you come up with your ideas for writing your articles. Could I book you for 15 minutes? And that 15 minutes is really key because you're you're putting in a sandbox what to do. Then, and here's the really important part, when you meet with the person for that 15 minutes, be prepared. You've got to be yes. <laughs> that you're going to ask them. Because I'll tell you, John, if you would have not come prepared, and if you would have not implemented some of the ideas that I gave you, we would not be sitting here today. And I've got lots mm. of people for mentorship from me. And then they go away. They don't do anything with the work. And they come back, you know, a month later and they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They're not serious. So there's no more time <laughs> just my, as a gift. So that's, you know, everyone wants to help but they want to also feel on purpose when they help. So if, if they try to help or they give you help and you take nothing with it, they're not going to give you more time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, so it's funny because I learned, you know, as you were saying that, if Felicia wrote, uh, you know, my presentation on mentorship, the Zoom training this weekend. Thank you, Felicia, for being an attendant and for being there. Great session. I think there was like over 80 people that attended that uh, mentorship training amongst other mentors, which was really cool. A really great initiative that District 123 is doing in Ontario, Toastmasters. Um, but so here's the lesson. And, and this is where I got this from years ago. So years ago, as I was going and developing my public speaking, I got myself a public speaking mentor inside of my Toastmasters club. And I remember... Um, she was mentoring me and we would schedule these meetings to go through my speeches before I delivered them. And at one point I was vested, but not hundred percent vested like I am today. And I would just keep postponing the meetings. Right. And I would do them like either the day of, or sometimes even an hour before shame on me. Um, but uh, she called me out on it. She goes, I'm not going to be your mentor anymore. You're wasting my time. Cause I can tell you're not committed to this. And I just don't have that time, that type of time to give to somebody who's not committed to what they want to do. So it's been great, but I'm no longer a mentor. And I was like, what a wow, right? that's like, tough me, love yeah. and, and yeah. required and needed. Some people, you know, John, I actually think that that was a gift she gave you, even though she told mm. you she wasn't going to be your mentor, because, you know, some people just ghost, they just stop responding which is, by the way, another decision that has mm. been made. But you got direct feedback. This is why this has ended. Mm. And that clarity made sure that you never did that again. I don't know if that was before or after you reached out to me, but you definitely learned no, from the approach. Way, 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 <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> <laughs> Your younger version of you did those mistakes. Yeah. yeah, but, it, but it, it was an incredible lesson to, A, be respectful of people's time. When it comes to mentors, the one thing that I look for when I'm mentoring people, and you said it, right? Like, give me the updates. Is the information I'm sharing with you working? 
Mm. And if it's not working, let me know why it's not working. Like what's going on? Like, is there a different approach that we can, you know, that we can take when you're approaching whatever it is you're, you're working on, whether it's communication, it's leadership. And if you're not clear in terms of where you want to go, and if you're not giving me updates, you know, one of the things that I found incredibly successful, especially when it comes to a mentorship and even from a time perspective, if I'm giving you updates to say, I remember when you told me, you know, you need to go learn NLP, the heck's NLP. All right. So told me to reach out to this person. I connected with them. I scheduled an appointment. I took their course. And then a month later, I'm like, hey, by the way, I registered for the course. I'm looking forward through it. I'm going to go through it, too. you know, and then I will come back and we'll share ideas in and around neurolinguistic programming and some of the things that I'm learning. And that's what led to creating more of what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's, it's hindsight. You can never connect the dots going forward. Right. Everybody thinks, well, you can connect the dots. But you can't. You can only connect them going back. So when you are respectful of people's time, and I guess that's the theme for today, you know, what are you respectful for from a time perspective? And if you're respectful of their time and you're giving them feedback, and if you're sharing the lessons they're learning with you and you're sharing how you're implementing them, that's when, especially when it comes to career success, you think about inside of an organization, I say you need two things, right? You need sponsors and supporters. And the only way you're gonna grow and build influence and brand inside of a company is through sponsorship and support of, you know, whether it's your direct management or the management around your management. Like this is a mm-hmm. whole other topic that we can talk on. But if you have those two things and how you do it is you get a mentor and a mentor becomes a sponsor or a supporter as you start to grow inside of your career. And if you can do that, that's when you really start to shine. That's when people yeah. take note of who you are. When your name shows up, you know, over and over and over People get curious around who is this person? What are they like? Who are they? Like, what what do they have in terms of capabilities? What do they have in terms of experience? What do they have in terms of knowledge and what they can bring to the organization as a whole? Yeah, uh, like I said, this is this is a whole other talk. I could, you know, I well, know John, you have a whole book on this. John has written he'd be, <laughs> he's written a whole book, Zero to Hired. So he's got lots of co- content and lots of knowledge in this space. But one of the things that people also have a belief system is oh, my boss should be my mentor, or I don't want to ask someone else in the organization to be my mentor because that should be my boss's job. Absolutely false, false. Get rid of that belief system immediately because that sponsorship that John was just talking about is part of your brand, your personal brand. And in fact, you should have a mentor for any skill that you want to learn. And it would be irresponsible to think that one person like your boss can teach you everything that you want to learn that's you're limiting yourself to the behaviors of one person so look at your organization look at people around you look at people in social media and think all right what are the skills that they have that i'd like to learn and reach out and i think that's our call to action today john is what Mm -hmm. are the skills that you're like oh if i if i had if i leveled up in this area of my career my life my speaking engagements whatever that might be who who is at this space that i want to be and then reach out to them, send them an email, send them a, a voice note, uh, depending on if you know them or not. But remember that first reach out, you're making it about them. So you're telling okay. them, I really appreciate this skill that you have. You're amazing at it for this reason. I'd love to spend 15 minutes with you and, and get curious and ask you some questions about your origin story, how you got there, what, what that looks like. And that, that step I guarantee you will get you a response. And 
if the person doesn't respond, then they're not the right mentor for you. So don't worry mm -hmm. about if, if they respond. It's not about you or them. But you can do a follow-up too because sometimes if we do things by email, things get lost. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's some feedback coming in, Susan. Yes, it is way too much pressure on your boss. <laughs> for sure. They've got their plate full, right? Um, and then uh, our chief was saying, uh, yeah, multiple um, mentorship programs. It's fantastic. You know what? I love mentorship programs internally inside of organizations. They do so much for the people, especially when it comes to employee satisfaction, retention. It does. There's so many great benefits when you do that. And it cr creates and fosters uh, a community, uh, a culture of connection, connection, yeah. collaboration. There's just so many benefits to it. And it's unfortunate when companies get rid of those programs, but absolutely. I love but You don't love need a program. Love, you are in charge of your own destination. You are in charge so of you. Yes. Those so programs yes, are amazing. Yes. Take advantage of them, but take action. So our call to action is you're going to reach out to a mentor this week and maybe in the next 24 hours. No, not maybe in the next 24 hours, think next of someone that you want to reach out to and build that community around you of success. That is our call to action for today. All right, terrific. Oh, yes. By, by the way, just a quick reminder, we do have a copy of the replay of the Masterclass still available. We'll drop it in the comments afterwards so you can go in and check it out. A lot of the things that we've talked about here are incorporated into that. It's really around building the system to get yourself to where you want to be in 2023. So we'll share that link with you. Thank you, everybody, for joining in on Monday morning. We, man, this is beautiful. I love it. Monday seems like it's a hot day for us, so it's good stuff. We love it. Uh, wish, wishing everybody an awesome Monday, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Take care, everybody. Bye, everyone.